Hey, it's Jeffrey Craner, and I want to tell you, Welcome to Night Vale is on the road this winter and spring of 2024, and it's our newest live show called The Attic. So Cecil discovers slides from an old family road trip, which at first seems fun and joyful, but begin to change into something strange and dangerous. The show tells a tale of childhood memories warping through the lens of a cursed slide projection, a shape-shifting creepy doll, and of course, the totally normal dispatches from Nightville's community radio station. The show stars Cecil Baldwin, Symphony Sanders, me, and Disparition with original music performed live. We'll also have a musical guest with us for all shows because what is Nightville without its weather. We'll be in Europe in early March, Antwerp on the 2nd, Utrecht on March 3rd, Cologne on the 4th, Frankfurt and Berlin on the 6th and 7th of March, then London, Glasgow and Bristol March 9th, 10th and 11th, March 13th in Leeds, the 14th we're in Manchester, and finishing up on March 16th in Dublin. But if you're in the U.S. or Canada, come see our final shows of The Attic in April. We'll be in Toronto on April 1st, and St. Louis on the 3rd, Louisville on April 4th, Columbus April 5th, Pittsburgh April 6th, and April 7th we're in Jersey City, and we'll close out that tour on April 8th in Northampton, Mass. If you've not seen our live shows before, they're super fun. They're entirely original stories, never heard before on the podcast, and you don't need to be caught up on Night Vale at all. You don't even need to know what Night Vale is, so, I mean, you could bring your weird friend who doesn't listen to podcasts. They'll still have so much fun. Get dates, locations, and tickets for all of our remaining live shows of The Attic at welcometonightvale.com. Click on Live Shows. Go there now. While you're listening, you can multitask. welcometonightvale.com. Click on Live Shows. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Tonight is the magical night where we light a squash on fire and lie to people about who we are. Welcome to Desert Bluffs 2. Happy Frown Night, Desert Bluffs 2! <laughs> the scariest night of the year when we are allowed to turn our smiles upside down. Now, usually for these special holiday shows, I have my friend Lauren Mallard joining me. But I haven't seen her for years, ever since her mismanagement of the Mudstone Abyss construction project, which was the same night she was deposed as mayor. I miss Lauren. Well, guess it'll just be me today. And honestly, it's nice to be able to talk about this special day all by myself. Hi, Kevin. Oh, smiling God! Oh, <laughs> Lauren! I didn't even hear you come in. How you been, pal? It's been too long. Fine. Um, and... You look great. As always, you always look great. You're glowing. 
Literally. There's light radiating from your head. Oh, that's because I got a new job. I'm now High Priestess of the Joyous Congregation of the Smiling God. Did you go to school to become- Priesthood is bestowed upon the Chosen, Kevin. The Smiling God spoke, and I'm the High Priestess now. Congratulations. I'm speechless, Lord. I mean, Madam High Priestess. We're old friends. Call me Mother Lauren. Welcome to my show, Mother Lauren. Our show. <laughs> we do the show together. It's a holiday special after all. And I want to wish you and all our listeners a very happy frown night. Of course. And it looks like you've already painted on your frown, Mother Lauren. You must be very excited for this day. <laughs> Seems like you've forgotten, Kevin. That's just how my face looks now, after what the angry mob did to me. After I was removed from my position as mayor of Desert Bluffs 2, which only happened because you didn't like the work I was doing on the Mudstone Abyss. So I have a tattooed frown, all the time. Everywhere I go, I have to tell people no. Look at my actual lips, my actual teeth. I am smiling, I am. I am, please, believe me. And they do, because I am in the High Priestess of the Joyous Congregation of the Smiling God, and they weep when they see my eyes. The Smiling God must have chosen me because I have suffered so greatly. Only those who have been to the bottom can rise to the top, and only those who understand suffering may righteously demand suffering. So no, this isn't makeup. It's permanent. It's what my face looks like after all that. Seems maybe you've forgotten. Of course, the frown isn't my real mouth, see? <laughs> I'm smiling with my actual lips and teeth, look! Uh, you're not looking! I'm opening my mouth to you and you're closing your eyes, Kevin. Look at these teeth and tell me I'm not happy. You're very happy, Mother Lauren. Thank you for sharing your pleasure with me. Great. Let's talk about frown night, Kevin, old friend. Are you dressing up for the occasion? Of course! As a child, I loved dressing up for Frown Night. The costumes are my favorite part. One year, I dressed up as the concept of ennui. <laughs> Everyone was so frightened when they saw me. Another year, I went as an elderly divorcee. And this year, I'm going as Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, that's a good one. But I do wish he'd smile more. What about you? Oh, I have a standard headdress made of pig's teeth that I have to wear for all religious holidays, plus a golden robe that covers my entire body, so no costumes for me anymore. But a few years ago, I had a great outfit for frown night. I went as massive corporate layoffs. Everyone was so upset. My favorite part of frown night isn't just the costumes, though. It's going door to door, trying to make other people frown. If you succeed, they give you candy, and if you don't, they give you something that looks exactly like candy, sealed up in official-looking candy wrappers to the point where it looks like real candy, but it's actually fish. Oh, who doesn't love going door-to-door -door and shouting, Sob or Cod, with your shoulders slumped, eyes downturned? It's every kid's favorite night of the year. I remember as a child, when Frown Night ended, I take my bag of loot and sit on the highest level of the lighthouse. Oh, the one at the top of the mountain? Of course that one! Where else would you put a lighthouse, Lauren? I, 
I was thinking it might be the lighthouse in Dust Valley next to the abandoned submarine. Or the one in the frozen food section at Vaughn's? No, never those. I liked the one on top of the mountain the best because the light still works and under the spinning lamp I would open my bag, carefully pulling out each piece of candy. Snickers, Reese's, Manischewitz, Pep Boy's generic store brand. All the classics. And then I would smell each one, making sure it wasn't warm, uncooked halibut or tilapia. Oop, tilapia was the worst, always. There was an old lady on my street who made giant popcorn balls out of tilapia and canned hominy. Oh, they looked so delicious, but if you bit into them without smelling first, you'd have stomach pains for weeks. It's all part of the spirit of Frown Night. Sure is. In fact, shall we tell the story of Frown Night? We shall. Many years ago, in a small desert town, there lived the Schlecht family. There was Mr. Schlecht, Mrs. Schlecht, Sister Schlecht, Brother Schlecht, and even their dog, who was a basset hound named Malo. They were very, very mean, and they went around making everyone else very, very unhappy. The Schlechts did not smile. The Schlechts believed only in smiling when they felt happy, which was not all the time. Not all the time? That's a long way to say never, Lauren. <laughs> you always have such good grammar tips, Kevin. Nothing makes me happier than hearing about errors in my speech. The best way to improve oneself is to hear about your imperfections from others. <laughs> Not only did the Schlecks refuse to smile all the time, they did other horrendous things, like refusing to hold the door for other people, even though those people were within 400 yards of the entrance. One day, while visiting a bakery, a place with nothing to offer but happiness, Mr. Schlecht ordered a strawberry tart. But when the tart came, he said, I'm sorry, this is a banana fudge sickle, and that's not what I ordered. How rude. He didn't. He did. And when they brought him the strawberry tart, you know what he said? He didn't say, praise the smiling God, and may happiness swallow you whole. No. Mr. Schlecht said nothing. He just nodded and left. No smile. No fealty to our blessed devourer. <gasps> Ooh, this is such a scary story. I love it. But let's talk now about tonight's costume contest at the rec center. Before you go out tonight, sob or codding, friends. Make sure you stop by the rec center at 6 p.m. and show off your scariest frown. It's the one night a year where all frowns are legal, and you can even win prizes. First place gets dental surgery. It's not free, but it's mandatory, which is pretty much the same thing. Second place gets driven out into the desert and left there. Third place gets shunned. But don't worry, I'm sure you can do better than third place. Okay, let's get back to our story about the Schlecht family. And I want to add that the Smiling God loves all its children, no matter what, unless you're shunned. If your community doesn't want you, the Smiling God doesn't either. So make sure you get one of the top two spots in the costume contest. And now, back to the story of Frown Night. One day, Mrs. Schlecht told her, Lauren? Um, Mother Lauren? Where did you go? I'm here. I can't see you. 
Your chair is empty, but I hear your voice. I'm with you. I'm always with you, my child. Continue with your story. You have my blessing. Thank you for your blessing. But also, it's my radio show, so I'll continue either way. Of course. Free will does seem real, doesn't it? So... One sunny day, Mrs. Schlecht saw her neighbor, Ms. Felice, outside on her lawn. Ms. Felice said, Smiles upon you, Mrs. Schlecht. How are you on this happy day? And Mrs. Schlecht said, You know, Tina, it's been hard. Jonathan and the kids and I don't feel like we fit in. Everyone is always so happy. Everyone is always smiling. And sometimes we feel lonely and unfulfilled because we do not feel happy every second of every day. As Mrs. Schlecht finished saying this, Ms. Felice clasped her hands to her mouth to cover her shock. It's only polite, of course, to cover your mouth when you're not smiling. Meanwhile, Sister and Brother Schlecht were playing a baseball game with some of their classmates at the park. Brother Schlecht was hit in the head by a fly ball, and he began to cry. His older sister ran to him and held him. She wept too, knowing that he felt such pain. The other players stared in disbelief at such a vulgar display of sadness. And they ran home to tell their parents, who told their friends. Soon, everyone in town was terrified about what to do about this very sad family. As the prophet Rick O'Malley once said, Cheer up, y'all. You're back! I've been here the whole time, Kevin. But you... But you... (laughs) Don't be silly. I'm everywhere now. It's my job. Sometimes I'm not visible, but I can see all and do all. As High Priestess, I must be the eyes and ears of the smiling God. It demands that I report back to it what everyone is doing and thinking and feeling. So you keep a... what? A spreadsheet of people who do bad things and good things? (laughs) No. That's the holy accountant's job, Kevin. I'm the High Priestess. I'm a much higher pay grade than a bookkeeper. Can I ask... No. Not even a hint as to how the smiling god sees me? I'm only allowed to tell people happy news, and if I told you what the smiling god really thinks of you, you'd become sad, and the smiling god does not like it when you're sad, so... No. Finish your story, Kevin. The Schlecks were making the entire town sad, and no one knew what to do about it. You know... When I think someone is feeling sad, I won't talk to them again for months, maybe years. It's important to give people space. Isn't that what you do, Kevin? It does sound like an emotionally mature response. One day, the Schlechts went too far. They were feeling so lost and confused that they decided to hire a family therapist. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. No, not shock therapy. Talk therapy. No! Yes! Kevin, talk therapists just let you feel your sadness. Get in touch with it. That's a mortal sin. Talk therapy was illegal in town, and still is to this day. In fact, all mental health services are illegal because you shouldn't be allowed to charge someone money to help them feel better when smiles are naturally free. Amen! Unbeknownst to the Schlechts, Their family therapist was actually an undercover officer. It was part of a sting, 
and the entire Schlecht family was arrested, even the Basset Hound, Malo. And they learned their lesson and began to smile all the time, because prison is the only way to reform criminal behavior. 99% of the time, yes, but not in this case. The Schlechts grew even sadder in jail. Even from behind stone walls and metal bars, the whole town could feel them frowning. It was unbearable, and they knew they had to do something. More on this spooky frown night story, but first, the weather. It was summer school, but it brought me to church. Laid out like a girl on my mother's couch. And the whole world stopped on that July night when the rules that we from our lives After work on the town we kissed as the sun got low When the light was all gone and the square emptied out You reached for my hand and put it under your blouse my heart skipped a beat when you opened my mouth And the whole world stopped on that July night And I prayed for the first time out loud in 17 years of life Mother On that July night We kept singing out loud as we could We kept singing for life When the music stops On a July night We sing for ourselves We sing for our lives sing for ourselves we sing for our lives listeners lauren's gone again still here just because you can't see me doesn't mean i can't see you kevin i take it back lauren's always here mother lauren please and finish your story child mother lauren yes 
So the town knew they had to help the Schlechts, and they rallied together like any good community would when one of their flock was suffering. The whole town showed up at the jail one night, and they broke in and fed the Schlechts candy. Candy always makes people happy. And it worked! Right. But 30 minutes later, the Schlechts were sad again, complaining about something they called a sugar crash. I don't know that phrase. It sounds Latin. Were the Schlecks trying to chant a curse on the town? The candy having failed, the town hired the famous clown Pagliacci to entertain the Schlecks. It would be hard not to feel joy and peace when a clown visits you unexpectedly in a locked room. But the Schlechts only screamed in horror at Pagliacci's famous routine where he stands motionless at the end of a long, darkened corridor. <laughs> Goodness, that's adorable. It is. But for some reason, it caused the Schlechts to shiver in fright. At this point, the town had only one plan left. They grabbed the Schlechts and pinned them down using house keys and fingernail clippers and whatever else they could find in their homes, the whole town carved smiles into the Schlecht's faces. But this failed too, as the Schlecht's wailed and moaned about the pain. Of course they did. They were all out of ideas, but then they remembered the lessons of their divine devourer, the smiling god. The word is the truth. They carried the Schlechts to the river of joy and baptized each one of them by pushing their faces into the rushing, muddy sludge of the water. And it was a success. The Schlechts were no longer frowning. Praise to the beast with a thousand legs and a thousand and one teeth. Yes, Mr. Schlecht, Mrs. Schlecht, Sister Schlecht, Brother Schlecht, and even the Basset Hound Malo each sank deeper and deeper into the thick river until they were all gone. Their souls were delivered down into the fiery depths of love and compassion. Joy, 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 joy! And every year on this night, what we now call Frown Night, we paint our faces with frowns and dare each other to make us sad. And if we fail, we're given fish flesh in candy wrappers. It's important that we face our greatest fear, and that is sadness. And it's important that we face our pasts, too. The story of the Schlecks is not always a happy one, but we must make amends for the wrongs of history. Of course. Because to ignore our past is to destroy our future. I hope you don't have anything in your past that you've not atoned for, Kevin. No, I'm good. Of course you are. <laughs> well... I'm going to wear my tattooed frown to the costume contest now. It's not a tattoo I ever wanted for myself, and it was certainly not a punishment that I deserved, but yet, like all things in earth and sky, it makes me very, very happy. May your future be all smiles, my child. And with that, she's gone. Still here. Still everywhere. Stay tuned next for a hissing crowd celebrating a third-place finish. And as always, until next time, Desert Bluffs 2. Until next time.
Welcome to Desert Bluffs 2 is a production of Night Vale Presents. It is written by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner and produced by Disparition. The voice of Lauren is Lauren Sharp. The voice of Kevin is Kevin R. Free. Original music by Disparition and Joseph Fink. All of it can be found at disparition.bandcamp.com and josephfink.bandcamp.com. This episode's weather was Summer School by Erin McGeown. Find more, including her podcast, Facts of Life, from which this song came, at the link in our show notes. Comments, questions, email us at info at welcometonightvale.com. Or follow us on Twitter, I guess, at Nightvale Radio. And on Instagram at Nightvale Official. We now have a TikTok and a Tumblr as well, both at Nightvale Official. Most importantly, check out welcometonightvale.com, where we have a twice-monthly mailing list that is the best way to keep up to date directly from us to you. You can learn about things like our brand new live show, The Attic, touring throughout the rest of the year and in 2024. Today's proverb, it turns out that you don't have to wait until Halloween. Any night of the year you can knock on a stranger's door and demand a treat under the threat of a trick. They just won't react well at all. Hey y'all, it's Jeffrey Craner. So I do another fiction podcast called Within the Wires, which are stories told through the guise of found audio. Each season is a separate tale. You want a prison escape told through relaxation tapes? That's season one. Want a love story that unfurls through voice messages only? Season five. How about the revelations of an unexplained death told through a series of museum audio guides? Season two. There are seven seasons of Within the Wires for you to binge right now, each only 10 episodes long. So go get Within the Wires wherever you get your podcasts. From P-